Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we're visiting with our friends from the uh, Brainerd State Patrol Office. We have Captain Adam Fulton with us and Lieutenant Carla Beerus. And uh, folks, first of all, welcome back to Community Focus. Oh, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Right. Uh, we may be joined yet today by Tom Nixon as well from Toward Zero Deaths. But uh, let's talk about traffic safety. It's on everybody's mind, of course. The big storm is rolling in. <laughs> And it's that time to remind us all we need to slow down and drive carefully when a snow event is happening. Absolutely, yeah. The uh, Weather Service has put out numerous reports here of uh, our area getting some pretty significant snowfall. Uh, not as much, I think, as even as far south as like the St. Cloud area, which is great. Um, last one I saw was anywhere from five to eight starting tonight over the overnight hours. So it's going to cause some travel difficulties, but thankfully everybody's been aware of this one for about a week now. So <laughs> you should, yeah, if you don't have any plans to travel, uh, hopefully you can stay home and uh, wait another day or two to, to get those uh, plans taken care of. Yeah. Uh, I know we talked about this before, but I'll reiterate it because I, I saw that. I mean, maybe I'm sure you guys saw the video from down in the cities. That poor guy that got out of his car oh. when he went into the ditch, and somebody hit his car, and that hit him and sent him airborne. Yeah, and, so and I know we talk about this all the time. If you're stranded in the ditch, you should call from your car, right? Absolutely, stay in the vehicle. That's uh, the safest spot for you. The passenger compartment of the vehicle is going to hold up and do its job. That's what it's designed to do. Uh, I know that even in the St. Cloud area, they had a very serious injury crash uh, before the new year of that very same thing with somebody down near the Kimball area um, where somebody got out of the car and then another vehicle went off the road and struck them too. Um, and that's just a reminder that that's a call will we'll come. We might not be able to get there immediately, but we also want to remind uh, listeners too that if you go in the ditch, it's it's difficult when you start calling other people there to the scene to help you because now you got another vehicle there without any lights. You've got another people taking up a lane, that type of thing, if they're trying to pull another vehicle out, and it just creates a lot more hazards. And uh, the unfortunate part is you might need a tow truck to pull you out, but that's the much, much safer option. Yeah. Yeah, just wait till the enforcement arrives with the lights, and that gets everybody Absolutely. to slow down, right? Yep, that'll lights. get people to slow down, move over, and everything like that. And uh we, we might be fairly busy this evening, uh, rolling in for the next 24 or 36 hours, but uh, we'll do the best we can, obviously, and uh, we'll, we'll get there. But, uh, yeah, just stay in that vehicle. And stay belted, too. Stay belted. stay belted. Yep. Yeah. And hopefully everybody's got an emergency kit in their car by now. Um, you know, we're well into winter and almost towards the end of it. But, uh, yeah, just stay in that vehicle call, and we'll, we'll do the best we can. So, mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, another factor that's going to be part of this is the winds, and that uh, even a ground blizzard. You know, if we don't see a lot of snow here, the the open areas are going to blow, and that's a that's a big issue too, isn't it? The road conditions can change very quickly from clear, and there's no ice, and you get a spot like south of the rest area that's mm-hmm. got the open fields on both sides, and suddenly it's clear ice because of the mm-hmm. snow blowing across. So, slow down and drive safely, and prepare for those ever-changing road conditions and the visibility too becomes a big issue with that blowing snow and the headlight rule it's yeah. there for a reason yeah turn your headlights on everybody can turn them on manually people kind of forget about that but yeah. it's it's required when it's raining when it's snowing and people always tell us when we stop them for that that their headlights come on automatically yes yes they do for darkness but uh you can turn them on manually as well um but yeah like lieutenant Beers just mentioned um from the rest area south of brainerd down to little falls a couple fridays ago we had five ice fishing houses go in the ditch and overturn and a couple of them were rolled over and 
that wind just came out of the west and in like she mentioned it was just awful it was like a whiteout and i'm sure some of the listeners remember too about a year ago was when we had that big 30 some i believe it ended up being 37 car pileup you know by holding the day bay on 371 a lot of that was caused by wind like out of the northwest and everything like that which we're forecasting for this this uh storm so yeah. we're gonna have to slow down people you know add a few minutes to your trip um just common sense type stuff slow down and uh leave a lot of extra room for that vehicle in front of you as well mm-hmm. yeah now as we move ahead uh we think spring will arrive sometime <laughs> hopefully yeah <laughs> But you guys, uh, as we get into the season, you'll be doing some uh, uh, concentrated enforcements, right? Yeah, absolutely. So the next wave coming up for us, it would be the uh, St. Patrick's Day enforcement stuff, and which I believe falls on a Friday this year. So that might add to a little bit of the, the party celebrations, um, <laughs> which uh, we'll have extra cars out for that. And then uh, the next big wave, uh, which is a statewide one after that, will be April 1st, which is the distracted driving wave. Um, we all see it. I see it all the time in my personal vehicle. Everybody's – that phone has become almost like second nature. People come to a stoplight, and they cannot put that phone down. They just pick it up, and they start reading it, or they start doing whatever. And just to remind listeners that the way the hands-free violation law is written is stop signs and stop lights are included, so you cannot pick <laughs> your phone up and just wait till you get to where you're going. So, um, But that big wave will start uh, April 1st, so not too far out. But. Yeah. You know, and, and – I'm not a technological geek by any means, but I've got my phone synced to the my car. Yeah. If someone calls, I can answer. Yep. Without Hands touching free. my phone. Yeah. yeah. And I t- I've got the habit of setting my phone out so I can go, "Hey Siri, call this person or that." And you know, it'll call automatic. I never have to touch it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm not like I say, uh, people should start to figure that out because you can call and take calls without looking at it yeah 100 percent. you don't need to touch that thing it can be it can wait the text can wait and uh the the phone call can wait too if that can't be done you know with a one touch dialing like the way the law is written but um yeah i just i'm just blown away by every time i, I drive anywhere like even in my personal vehicle that you just see it all the time it's just a habit mm-hmm. and uh, it's something that people i don't know what it's going to take to break it i know the fine's not cheap um but uh we do a lot of special enforcement during that time frame and uh, it's it's surprising we the people that we stop, and then we're able to keep track of our stops for a two year moving window. And the people that we stop sometimes are the same people that we stopped you know a year ago for the same violation. Really? Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it, and the second time around the fine is much much steeper. So wow. Yeah. Put put the phone down like you said. I do the same thing. I put it in the center console, and I don't even think about it really anymore. But um, hopefully people start to break that habit. Yeah. Um, do you remember how many? People were stopped. I I don't on the last wave. I just know that every year it the number seems to grow, um, <laughs> and it's just kind of we just kind of get blown away by it. In fact, one year we had uh, a special enforcement wave where we had a, a van and we had somebody spotting. We've also done it with a school bus in the past where we had somebody in there just driving the bus and somebody just spotting and trying to have a you know a four to five hour wave or a saturation, if you will, to call out of uh, violations to people on the ground. And you can't really even keep up. The the yeah, you know the squad cars on the ground are after a couple hours they've dug into something where they get more than that. You know mm-hmm. come across uh-huh. somebody without insurance or rev- revoked driver. But um, each year it seems like it gets to be more and more. So yeah. I'm hopeful that um, especially in this area and, and myself, you know, being a northern Minnesota person, uh, growing up, born and raised, and 
I, I'm hopeful that um, we're at the peak of it and it'll start to go down a little bit. That I'm just, you know, I think the the listeners up in this area are a little bit better drivers. I, I just that's that's my belief. So I'm just hoping that <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah, we'll like go with that. It sounds yeah. good. Well, we go. and I wanted to mention that the distracted driving ultimately ends up causing crashes, and we see the the fallout with the crashes and the lives lost and towards zero death tzd we really want those numbers to go down and that's our ultimate goal is to get keep drivers safe and that's why that law is there focus on driving focus on getting where you're going safely and that's the thing i mean even if it's not a phone you've looked down at your radio you've looked down for one second you look back up and it can all just be like that i mean animals jumping out in front of the road he had an icy spot i mean it can happen so quickly so just the less distractions you have probably the better yeah absolutely (laughs) and that gets multiplied by speed so oh yeah my gosh if you're on a highway and you're looking at your phone you have no time to react if something happens yeah you're looking at traveling you know at, at, even at 60 miles an hour here both lieutenant Bierce and i were uh, specialized in crash reconstruction when we worked the road and you're, you're talking about traveling 90 to 100 feet every second you know if not a little bit more when you're driving at 60 miles an hour so um that's covering a great bit of distance even just looking down for something and trying to grab your phone and you're moving quite a ways, and then it takes you a little bit to read and react something to the to a perceived, you know, obstacle in the mm-hmm. lane. So, it, yeah, it's just safer. Just put that phone down, and like we talked about, turn the headlights on when it's when it's uh, bad weather. And yeah, we'd be especially leaving a lot more distance, you know, for the car in front of you too. So you're basically yeah. in a large speeding bullet. Absolutely, you got a lot of metal know? around you. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, real quick, you mentioned school buses before. How are we doing on the stop arm uh, violations this year, uh, or is that more with the local law enforcement? You don't know. We do a lot of that. Um, the nice thing is, is a lot of the school bus companies are getting the stop arm camera. They're th- getting those through a grant through TDS and OTS, Office of Traffic Safety, and we've uh, had those on several buses. In the the picture, uh, the camera's mounted about midway down the bus, and it shows back towards the stop the the stop sign that comes out. And it makes our enforcement job much easier because it's pretty cut and dry. It's mm-hmm. just like uh, all, every trooper is equipped now with a body camera and uh, a much better, higher-resolution squad car camera. And it, it really kind of uh, makes stuff an open-and-shut case, so to speak, when uh, mm-hmm. you see somebody go by when that stop arm is out. So um, the violations haven't really gone up. but they should. <laughs> you know, and hopefully they're, they're at a level where, yeah, you would think that, I mean, it's common sense. It's a big yellow bus. You see the lights. you got to stop. Um, and and anticipate to stop. And as teaching a younger driver, I always told them, you see that bus, anticipate that it's going to stop at Mm -hmm. some point um, and just be prepared for that when those yellow lights come on first before the reds. But reading a lot of our stop arm violation uh, reports, ultimately it comes down to distracted driving. Mm -hmm. The drivers are not paying attention and they look up at the last second or they look up and realize something's happening. They don't have enough time to stop. And I've said this before. I went on a ride along a few years ago. We kind of partnered up with the local bus company and I mean, I couldn't believe it. Within the first half an hour, we were turned on. It was raining. It was a very rainy morning. And we stopped, and thankfully the children were getting on one side, but this car just came right through. And he's like, well, when we're done here, you get to come to the station and see how we track it because there was a camera. Yeah. And they showed, and they're like, well, they'll be getting a nice little present in the mail come you know, very soon. It's like, wow. So don't do it. And like you said about it's a big yellow bus with flashing lights. If you can't see that, you probably shouldn't be driving in the first place. Yeah, 100%. Like <laughs> Lieutenant Beer said, focus on stuff down the road. We yeah. see far too many people look about 30 feet in front of their car and it seems like that's it and uh-huh. if you're looking a ways down the road like you should be and uh you're yeah i don't understand how you can miss that yeah. that's a great point 
if you're following a bus full of kids, you know it's going to be stopping. Yeah, it's like if you're in yeah, a residential is, area or you're driving yeah, down the, yeah. you know, some of those other roads where a bus has stopped here before, kind of plan on that bus stopping <laughs> again. It's going to happen. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And like you say, that not only are the fines steep, but I believe if there's children on the ground, that can be a misdemeanor, which is yeah, it enhances it and everything. Yeah. And then especially like another one, if it's the second or third violation too. Uh, the fines get much, much steeper. And obviously then uh, the biggest thing, it's it's not the fine amount. People like to, to uh, every once in a while we'll come across that. When somebody gets caught, they like to throw it. They think that somehow we, our agency, gets all the fine money, which is never the case. But uh, the biggest thing is just to deter it, to stop it from happening again. Yeah. And uh, you never want to, yeah, you never want a child to get hit on the side oh of the road. Oh, my God, so, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another issue I just thought of because we, as we approach the storm, I don't know how many times I've seen this. People uh, <laughs> run their windshield wipers to clear the window. Nothing else is clear, and off we go. Off we go. <laughs> Take that extra time to scrape that Please. thing off. Yeah, it's just amazing. I think. How can you see? I, I know, and I, I've stopped people before, and I know Lieutenant Beer says too. And I carry a big window scraper in my squad car, and I'm, half the time I've just scraped it off myself just to. Get people going again, but it, it's uh, like, come on, You're, you know, you've got to be able to see out of all your windows, um, and especially those side windows. And uh, yeah, just take a few minutes extra to do that. Take care of that, please. Yes, and then there aren't ice and snow chunks flying off, oh, yeah. hitting other vehicles Ooh, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and technically, is that a ticketable offense? Uh, and I can't remember the one off the top of my head, but yeah, I believe there's it's covered into something. Uh, there's a there is one statute that covers that because we have cited people before more in line with like commercial vehicles when it's done that yeah. come off and then done damage to other cars. Yeah. But yeah, I'll have to look that one up next time. But yeah, there's there is something in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, last but not least, I know that uh, we had a call from the sheriff's office the other day about people falling down on the ice. And we need to remind, uh, with this snow coming, there is still some ice, especially secondary roads underneath, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. Yes, there are. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of ice underneath that snow hiding. So yeah. be very careful, cautious, <laughs> slow down. And absolutely. even just some of it's that packed snow from earlier, you know, it's not pleasant to drive on. Yeah, we, we may or may not have a video of a trooper falling down in front of his car the other day. <laughs> Um, we may or that, may not. Huh? That we uh, might have to save for later, but he's younger, so he can do that. Yeah, you know, he, he can fall and he's he bounced right bounced. back up. Okay. And then, well, we all got a good laugh out of it. Yeah, but take some extra time because some of the side roads, even like where I live too, are yeah. they're deceiving. The sun comes up and it kind of melts everything to a nice Sheen. glaze. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then hit the brakes. It freezes over. It gets a little snow. Yeah, well, it's all right by. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll wrap up by, again, just reminding as we uh, head into this uh, snow, uh, another round of snow, please drive carefully. I mean, common sense again. If you're going to try and go to work, you got to give yourself that extra travel time. Absolutely. Yes. Slow down. Mm-hmm. Take that extra time. Like we talked about, test, turn your headlights on, mm-hmm. which then in turn turns your taillights on so everybody can see you. Allow that extra time and allow a lot of extra space for that vehicle in front of you. Quit crowding, you know, the vehicle in front, and uh, mm-hmm. that'll give you a lot more reaction time and stopping distance, that type of thing. And good tires help too. Let's just put that yes. out there. And if you yep. do end up in the ditch, please stay in your car Same. and call us. Yeah, we'll come and help you. That's what they're here for, people. Okay. Very good. Uh, thank you so much for being here today as we talk traffic safety, and you guys stay safe on the road well, too. Thank you very much thank for you. having us. Appreciate it. All thank right. you both. From the uh, Brainerd Patrol Office, Captain Adam Fulton and Lieutenant Carla Beers, our guests today. I'm Ken Thomas, along with 
Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be found online on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.